So I am very passionate about learning and continuous learning should be in everyone's DNA. And I think now with the internet and so much information at our fingertips, we can do that. We can always continuously learn. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. If you desire to gain technical expertise in the areas of cloud technologies such as Microsoft, Azure, Amazon AWS, or Google GCP, and would like to have an instructor-led training program, something that's really customized just for you, no need to look for any further than Directions Training. Today, we have the President and CEO of Directions Training, a woman-led business with us today. Jennifer Didier and her company has been around since 1991, and with the recent acquisition, her organization can provide more training globally now. We would like to welcome Jennifer to the Twins Talking Up podcast. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much, Danny. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor. You know, from time to time, as Dave and I are speaking, we'll make sure that we let our audience know who is speaking. So normally, I don't like to do this in the beginning. I like to do it at the end. But what I like to highlight some awesomeness about Jennifer and her company. And I would tell you from my personal experience with knowing Jennifer over the last, oh my gosh, five, six, seven years now, and the work she's done, not only within the Microsoft community, but also in the community with minorities, the community with women in tech. We'll talk more about that, but it's really exciting. Uh, she and her company, they're experienced trainers. They've been established in the U.S. market for over 30 years, and now they're global. And one of the great things that they do is they provide training support services, uh, training for, for certifications in AWS, or Microsoft, Cisco. You name the technical cert that you want, and more than likely, her organization does it. I'd like to congratulate you, first of all, Jennifer, on their recent acquisition uh, by CTP, CTTP Holdings, I believe. That's Fastlane. right. Yeah. And this organization and directions training together, I believe that collaboration will provide more customers with better, more enhanced digital learning, specifically through their platform. And this will allow more hybrid learning now that people are coming off of this pandemic. And I think that's pretty awesome because now this acquisition allows you to do the training on multiple devices, not just the standard device that was done in the past. So when it comes to this global impact, when it comes to helping minority and women-owned firms, you've always been the first to step up. You've always been the first to say, let me provide scholarships. You call them scholarships. This is where you don't have to pay to be certified in a technology that's going to enhance your career, build you and your family up, but also the community because Jennifer and her company has given these scholarships away for free. And I'm so excited about this. Some of the communities that Jennifer's worked with has been the International Association of Microsoft Channel Partners, the Women in Technology, the Women in Cloud, the Black Channel Partner Association, and now the Black Partner Growth Initiative. These are all organizations and plus many more that she's been a part of. Jennifer, can you tell our team why it has been so important for you to personally take on this initiative to really help the communities, all communities, in order to scale up their technical expertise? Why has that been important to you? So, Danny, you know that, you know, skills are so critical in our organizations, in our careers, in everything that we do. Without skills, we can't move forward. So, you know, during the pandemic, I, um, I was at a women's uh, board meeting. Uh, I belong to a lot of women in tech tech organizations and so was at a board meeting and through the pandemic so many women came out of the workforce they really started to leave the workforce because there was so much stress in trying to balance everything with kids at home with um, you know everybody working from home and going to school at home it was really really difficult so a lot of women left the workforce and I sat there and I reflected on that and I thought 
wow, we're going backwards. We're not moving forwards. And really, when I look at the numbers with women in technology, the numbers are declining. And so that's very sad to me. And so I said, what can I do in my small little way? I sat there reflecting, thinking, what can I do to make a difference? And so I gave away, I started out in 2020 with 20 scholarships, uh, sorry, 50 scholarships, 50 scholarships, all paid for instructor-led training, um, exam prep, exam vouchers, test prep, everything anybody would need to be successful and certified. So I gave away 50 scholarships and within 18 hours got 218 applications. So there is a pent up demand, right? Women are looking to learn. They're looking to better themselves. They're looking to come into technology and the opportunities are not there. And so what I did is that scholarship program was one hour a week so that I could be time respectful for them as well. And then did some hybrid training that they could actually do on their own, maybe when the kids went to bed or when they had a little bit of free time. So I made it very time respectful and it was obviously budget respectful because they didn't have to pay anything. And we had so much success with that first group because it wasn't just certification. It was women now building confidence and saying, I can be at that technical discussion table. They got invited to more conversations. They got promotions. They got um, more confidence in themselves because they had peer groups of women that they could study with, that they could relate to. They weren't in a group of men where they were always leading the conversations and the women didn't have a voice. So it was really, really powerful. And then Microsoft actually looked at that and said, let's do more. And so then we did another 50 in 2020, 2021. And then in 2021, we said, let's scale this because women really need this training. So we did a thousand women in AI and Azure, and we just finished the second cohort of 500. And it was amazing. These women are taking their certifications. They're putting their their statuses on LinkedIn. They're getting noticed. They're having a voice, which is really what we wanted. So thank you for sharing that scholarship story. Jennifer, this is David, and I'm really inspired by that. Initially, when you hear about the gap in the technology space, you're not initially alarmed because you just assume it's more diverse. And the reality is that it's not as diverse as it should be. There's thought leaders out there and you're doing an incredible job of making sure that these leaders have the opportunity to learn, be set up for success and really to change this landscape because we know that more and more needs to be done. And so what I love to hear is you've gone from 50 scholarships, 50 scholarships, 1,000 scholarships, and then Microsoft said, let's do something more about this. People are catching wind, and they're realizing that we're leaving so much opportunity out there if we don't bring in-house diverse thought, incredible backgrounds, and that's what you've done, Jennifer, and I love that. That is so inspiring to hear. And so I've got to ask you this. You are champion this for women in the space. Who helped you when you're coming into space? Were there any mentors or were there any individuals that championed a way for you to find your way into this tech space? Or did you just say, hey, here I am. Let me make something happen. So, you know, I've really not had any long-term mentors, but I have a lot of drive, I guess, and motivation. And I was the only... Years and years ago, this is before I started Directions, I um, went into computer science. Um, I got my degree in computer science. And let me tell you, I'm going to age myself now. It was with punched cards. (laughs) I know you guys are too young to know that, but it was crazy. (laughs) And I just had this attraction to technology. I really did. And I, I didn't even notice in the beginning that I was like the only woman you know, anywhere, because I I had that motivation and that drive to be successful. And I never let anybody really hold me back. 
And then I, I belong to Minority Business Network and the Women Business Network, a lot of different ones. And a lot of people lack that confidence, you know? Um, so even in the minority space, when I would talk to other business owners, they would tell me, we can't go send a RFP to Walgreens or to Boeing. And I'm, why not? Well, we're too small. No, you're not. You need to put yourself out there. If you can do good work and you believe in yourself, confidence is so key. Um, you can do it. And so I would always encourage them. And many of them were very successful once they built that confidence. So I try to be a mentor just because I really didn't have many mentors. Jennifer, I'll, I'll share this. And I, uh, this is David again, really inspired by your drive. One, because you were hungry, you felt like you could make a difference. You can be a game changer. And so this passion of yours uh, is now making not only a difference in the women that you're impacting through the various organizations, but I believe through your podcast and through the voice that you have, you're setting up a broader scope. And we're going to touch on this in a minute because I want to ask you about your company, but I want to put a, a flag here to say we're going to come back to how other professionals, not just women, men, companies like Microsoft can continue to say, I will be an ally to the vision you have, Jennifer. And that's what we're going to talk about in a moment. But I, I want to go back and ask you about your company because your passion led you to start Directions Training. And Directions Training has been a game changer. As my twin mentioned earlier, you've been able to provide real live in-person virtual training <laughs> with giving these professionals an opportunity to learn and adopt new technologies. You're supporting these professionals by giving them an edge in an ever-changing world. Can you touch on directions training and what you're doing with your D4 approach for these professionals? We'll be right back after this short break. We wanna thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. So I am very passionate about learning and continuous learning should be in everyone's DNA. And I think now with the internet and so much information at our fingertips, we can do that. We can always continuously learn. You know, it's actually very interesting. If we have any kind of question, I'll go and I'll Google it, right? Just to find the answer because I want to know 
how old is this person or when is their birthday or just some some silly fact and i don't want to just wonder i want to know and so continuous learning has always been part of my dna and um but learning also comes with an approach it doesn't just come by reading something you know you have to be able to get that knowledge transferred over to you so we came up with a really sound approach of how we deliver training. So it's called the D4 process. It's got four Ds. The first one is define. And define means understand the scope, understand what the customer needs. What, what are the pieces of uh, their learning journey? Why do they need to learn? You know, what, what's the why behind the how? You know, we can always teach you the how, but the why is so important. So defining the why, for our customers is really important. Then we go back and we develop, which is the second D, D2. We'll develop any custom content, we'll take course outlines, we'll move things around based on what the customer is looking for. This is not about us, it's not cookie cutter, it's what the customer needs. And we call it just in time, just enough training, which is our JIT JET approach. And so um, it, it really, we develop the content specifically for them. Then we deliver the content. So we do the training, whether it's in person, whether it's virtual, whether it's hybrid, where we're giving some on-demand type learning, you know, and we look at each situation separately to say what works with this group. If it's a group of non-technical people, they might not be very good at virtual training. So they might need that in person because that's what they're used to. Um, so introducing them to some of the new concepts, but also giving them what they need to adopt the new technology. And then once we've delivered that, then we have to determine because everything needs to be measured. If you don't measure, then you don't know if you've been successful. So we measure, we, we provide um, a lot of surveys, a lot of evaluations, understanding what their learning journey has been, how much they've learned. Sometimes we do pre and post assessments to take them from one spot to, to another. So determine is a very important factor also, and that's the D4. So once we take our customers through this journey, we know adoption is achieved and it's a successful implementation because just because you put technology on somebody's desk doesn't mean that they adopt it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's our D4. This is Danny, and I appreciate, Jennifer, you sharing that because that methodology is really what's going to stick. Sometimes we think, hey, just take a class, you, you yeah. learn it, it'll stick. And I do appreciate over the years you creating this uh, type of methodology that works. One mm -hmm. of the things I will actually, actually tell our audience is that not only do we believe in Jennifer and her company, we're actually a partner of theirs as well. And we signed on to be a partner of uh, Directions Training because we believe that our partners, our MSPs, who we do sales and training and coaching for, can leverage uh, Directions Training and making sure they're getting certified. I'll tell our audience today, look, Microsoft is changing the partner program again. And every change, it takes some time to get over the bumps. But I tell you, one thing about Jennifer and her company, they're always ready to go. So as we start moving forward and start adapting this new partner framework, her company will be ready for you. And it's going to help you so that you can separate yourself with those specializations. And Jennifer, tell our team why and why it's been so important for your company to always be on the edge, ready to go, any change, any new technology. There's so many vendors you guys support. How do you keep up with everything? And why has it been so important to be ready to go immediately as soon as you hear announcement that some changes are be taking place? So... You know, change is constant in our world. I mean, it's it's one thing that you can depend on. It's going to change. And so we also have a very strong communication and change management program that we implement with our customers. Because like I said, just because you've got new technology doesn't mean the adoption is going to be successful. People have to buy in into that technology. They have to understand what's in it for me. Uh, they have to understand the why. Like I said, the why is really important. It's not just the how. I can hit, you know, six buttons to get there. But if I don't know why I'm doing it, 
there's no purpose. I don't have buy-in, right? So that is critical. So, but we have to stay on the cutting edge because that's what we do. This is how we help companies. This is how we help organizations grow their business and be more competitive. So we always have to be on the cutting edge and it's not easy, but it is that continuous learning model. So it's no one way, it's everybody in the organization needs to always be continuously learning. And that's what I you know, really promote and encourage every day. That's awesome. This is Danny again. I love the fact that everybody, everybody, mm-hmm. not just Jennifer, but everybody. Right. Uh, one of the great things I want to tell our audience, and, and I really appreciate this, is that you can become an ally. Now, we've seen Jennifer's example. She's a great ally for all people, all women, all minorities, all groups out there, because she believes that the future can be better if everyone is trained uh, appropriately and it can apply that to their life. And David and I, we're huge advocates, and we believe in diversity and thought and leadership also within the tech space. There's a gap. There's a gap for women as an evidence in their lack of presence in the C-suite and at some of the largest tech firms that are out there. There's been studies that shown that if you have a woman in the C-suite, that you're going to have a return on investment and profitability, and that is evident. So why are more firms doing this? I don't know. Maybe Jennifer can give us more insights. So Jennifer, how can organization, uh, specifically men, become a better ally and make a difference for women in technology? So this is a really critical question. We can't do it alone. We need everybody's help. We need uh, a village. You know, it takes a village in order to get to that next level. But we have seen many men that are allies that are really, really strong in promoting women all the time. And it's not just women, it's underserved communities, it's minorities, it's lots of different areas that we don't have equity today. And we need to change that. So we need allies to really break the the unconscious bias that people have. People have these biases they don't even know they have. And it's not even intentional a lot of times. It's how they grew up, where they grew up, what their education was. You know, all of that builds biases. And once you start to unpack some of those biases, you can kind of see how things could be different in your thinking. And so if we can get more people to learn about what their unconscious biases are, they will change over time. And now they become allies. You know, um, I spoke to a group of men not too long ago, and they were like, well, we're all busy. We don't have time. And I said, no, it is important. It is critical for you to make time. Everybody is busy. It's not just you. But you need to understand that's a bias in itself because you're not reaching out to help other people because you think about yourself and that's it. And that's not okay. So allies are people that are really looking for change. They're looking to help, but they have to break that unconscious bias in themselves first, because like I said, everybody has it. Jennifer, this is David. And I want to continue this discussion because it's so true. We don't realize, and I love how you said that, we don't realize that we have biases, mm-hmm. how we are raised, what we've seen on TV, what we've seen in the boardrooms. You walk in and you don't see a woman or a person of, of, of color and you just assume that's the way it should be. Right. And then you get conditioned to think that's what it should always be. And we've seen this in professional sports. There's been talk around the NFL and we work with who we're comfortable working with. And what does that really mean comfortable other than the fact that you are afraid of a diverse thought because that might be a woman or a person of color? No, we cannot allow our insecurities, our fears, our biases prevent incredible leaders from helping organizations grow. Dan mentioned earlier that studies have shown, research has proven that diversity, that women in positions of influence helps organizations to grow. So what else can organizations do to drive this change other than saying, hey, we've got a checklist. We've we put one person in a seat on the C-suite. We put two people in the seat. What else can we do? Because the reality is it's still not moving quick or fast enough. And it's not doing what we really wanted to do in order to see that cha- uh, changing landscape. So whatever it takes for different organizations to make that change, some people uh, realize that 
their customers are diverse, right? We don't, we don't choose certain types of customers. We have diverse customers. And now with our acquisition, we now have a global footprint, right? So very diverse. And so knowing that if your customers are diverse, your workforce needs to be diverse because how are you going to have, how can you put yourself in your customer's shoes and provide them with the right service that they need if you don't have any any um, awareness of who they are and what they do and how they think. So it is critical. And when you have that, it is shown that the bottom line is amazingly profitable because now you've serviced customers like, like your own people are servicing customers. It's a very, very good, good, uh, good for business really. And so, what some people will look at it, well, it's just the right thing to do. Some people will look at it as, oh, it's going to help my bottom line. Some people will look at it, oh, my customers are diverse, so my employees need to be diverse. So many different thought processes, and none of them are wrong. You just have to find your right space. But studies have shown that diverse workforce provides higher profitability, greater collaboration, and just a better company dynamic. And we, we need to be inclusive of everybody because our customers are diverse. This is Danny, and I appreciate you talking about the fact that there, there are different ways to look at it. Your customer base may be diverse. Your employee base may be diverse. I think that's fantastic. What I'd like to let our audience know is that uh, not only have you been a great ally and great advocate and created these great scholarship programs, but you're also one of the founders of the Women Technology Network. You've created this thing called the WIT Cloud Provider Scholarship Program, where you design specific courses and programs to provide women in the tech space ability to grow and scale up and scale up their technical skill sets. What I want to ask is, during the pandemic, what we've noticed and seen, and this has been evident, there have been more and more people going home, staying home, and not wanting to go back to the workforce, uh, specifically the pressure that has been put on a lot of the mothers and a lot of the women in that particular area. Um, is this going to change? Do you feel like do you need to do more scholarships to help more of the women to be able to continue to scale up despite additional responsibilities and pressure that's been placed upon them? I know that's a broad question, but there's so much that's taken place over the last year and a half, two years with the pandemic. And and we've seen this been a huge impact on the women. And so what do you see the direction happening in the future? And is the scholarship program that you put in place going to continue to can help them and, and other women who may be listening to our program? So, um, yes, definitely the pandemic had an adverse effect to women uh, in the workforce. So a lot of them left and rightfully so. There was a lot of pressure on them to manage a lot of different things uh, without resources, you know? And so, and technology at home is not always where it needs to be. We are kind of spoiled because, you know, we work from home, we can walk over to our computer and there we have internet and everything. But not everybody has that. They're sharing one connection between a dad that's working from home, a mom that's working from home, the kids are doing school, and nobody has the skills really to be comfortable with any of these environments. So that was huge for specifically women because, you know, men, I think, will block out their mindset and just do their job, right? They, they focus on their job, whereas a woman needs to focus on the home and the, the children and lots of other things. We are always multitasking and sometimes that can be, that can be really strenuous. So definitely the pandemic made some changes and we're working to bring it back. In 2022, the numbers are getting better. Um, so I think we are moving in the right direction, but very slowly. So we really need to have bigger, bigger effects and bigger, bigger programs to bring more women. And so I want to continue the scholarship program. But, you know, I'm also doing programs not just for women, but for underserved communities. We did a program of 20 people um, that were in the L.A. area, some of them homeless, some of them, you know, came from families of gangs, um, some of them didn't have a job for a while and just giving them a digital literacy course 
Danny and David, you wouldn't believe how it's changed their life. And it just warms my heart because there are some of those people that went through the training now have jobs at 30 to $40 an hour. And you can show, you can see that they have the drive, they have the capability, but they didn't have the confidence. And that digital literacy program really taught them, I could do this just as well as anybody else. I can drive this computer, you know? Um, So I'm really, really happy. I want to do many, many more of those types of opportunities because not only does it warm my heart, it makes a difference because with the pandemic, I saw lots of gaps where, you know, even to get your vaccination, you needed to have a computer and get a appointment through the computer. There were a lot of elderly people. There were a lot of uh, underserved communities that didn't have internet, that didn't have a computer. How did they get their vaccine? You know, that's not fair. And that's not equity in the technical industry. So we need to really look at broadband devices, skills, all of those things coming together to help people get over that hump. So it'll continue and it's gonna take a little bit, but I see some improvement. Jennifer, this is David and I just love your energy. I love how you get so excited and your passion is evident. What I really wanna do is pause for a second on this. You said right direction. You want people to have confidence, not only in themselves, not only in the technology of learning, but they want you want to continue with the industry in the right direction. Well, you started a podcast, and the podcast is called Tech in the Right Direction. You've had some amazing guests on your program. I've, I've been able to go back and listen, and, and I've liked really some of the episodes. I, I know it's unfair to just signal out certain professionals, but I want to highlight a few of them because two of them are really good friends of ours, but you've had Eva Halen on, you've had Evelyn Sheehan, Sarah Silver, Chaitra Vendulopali, and Laura Anderson. Some of these are incredible thought leaders within their space, but they're good friends of ours. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to ask you to talk about your podcast why the spotlight on women? Because we already know the answer. We, we got to continue to give resources to more and more leaders out there that need that confidence, that need that encouragement. But talk about your podcast and what you believe it's doing as one component of change to close this gap, to make a shift in equaling the playing field, whether you want to talk about employment, pay, and even culture. Talk about your podcast a little bit. So Tech in the Right Direction came from this desire to continuously bridge the culture, pay, and employment gap for women. And, you know, there's, and to bring tech equity really into our industry. And so um, what I'm hoping it does, and I know it's doing it because I get lots of feedback from people that are listening, is inspiring women motivating women, encouraging women to see role models that they can relate to and say, if they can do it, I can do it. And so really bring them into a mindset of confidence that they can do it. And and I've seen this happen over and over again, because a lot of women on the show are not like they didn't start out in technology. They accidentally got into technology and love it and are making great livings and really moving ahead. So we have the ability, we have the resources to do it. We just need to encourage and uh, build confidence in women um, to know that they can do it. And so the podcast is really meant to encourage and motivate them and inspire them so that they can then, you know, think of that, their career using the, those uh, guests as role models. I also created, because allies are so critical, I also created a segment that's called Mentors That Make a Difference. And those are men and male yep. allies to help us yep. because we can't do this on our own um, and we shouldn't have to do it on our own. I think together we can make things happen faster, better. And there's so many good allies in our world today. We just have to find them. We have to 
give them the awareness that they need to be the voice sometimes for women, for underserved communities, for, you know, if, if you see a panel, if you see a speaker panel and it's not diverse, say something, you know, because you're not getting perspective from lots of different thought processes and you need that. So I think being that voice is very important. And now mentors that make a difference are really shaking up the whole podcast because they are really invested in helping. So I'm so excited about that. This is Danny. That is such a great story. And I love hearing it. I want to tell our audience, listen, if you want to scale up and you want to grow, look at Directions Training. If you're a corporation and you have employees that you want to scale up and train up, look at Directions Training. So Jennifer, let's continue with this success story idea. Uh, You had mentioned helping uh, a lot of individuals in LA, the, the people that were homeless, people in the gangs. Uh, can you tell us two success stories? One from uh, maybe a young lady or, or someone who wanted to get into tech or able to succeed because of your program. And then number two, a corporation that was able to scale up their team because of your company and your program as well. And I know that's two questions mm-hmm. to ask, but I think it's good to look at it from both perspectives because not only if you're a woman or minority can you have success, but companies can have success by partnering with Directions Training as well. Right. So the company, I'll give you a great example. It's a uh, cosmetic company, large cosmetic company um, on the East Coast. And they came to us for training because they were installing teams and um, they wanted full adoption. They said, you know, failure is not an option. We need everybody to move to this new platform. We need them to I am communicate, use the phone, use everything about Teams, the calendaring function, all of that. So we said, okay, and we went through our D4 D4 process and defined what what their needs were. We actually uh, developed some specific curriculum that got the specific buy-in because they told us the different dynamics of um, of their workforce, you know, some people were a little bit older, some people were a little bit younger, they, they could take more of the virtual stuff, the other ones needed that handholding and whatever. So we went through that, we created the program, and they did an analysis before the training. And it was, I think the adoption was around maybe 5%. And they got 100% adoption on their reporting from Microsoft on Teams that everybody in the company adopted it because we went through change in communication management and took them through the entire process and said, it is critical for everybody to adopt this. And we told them why, what's in it for them? And we got their buy-in. So I was really, really proud of that, that organization's success. Jennifer, this is David, and I, I'll tell you what I love about that is that it feels to me that it's not just about champion one. It's about getting organizations to see the greater picture, investing their time and resources in it, because at the end of the day, it's going to make the organization stronger. It's going to make the organization better. I, I was so moved by even the story of impacting the lives of those individuals in L.A., and to say that, look, it doesn't matter what the environment you're in, no matter how tough it is, no matter how challenging your background is, if there is an opportunity for you to break down those walls, to get into the tech space, uh, we want to provide that support. And you're doing that. I love that. I love the podcast. I love how on some of the episodes you, you've, you've emphasized mentors when you've had the men on with the capitalizing M-E-N. I just love that because the truth is sometimes we don't know how to help. And we don't know how to get involved. Do we open the door, so to speak? Do we open our mouth in another way? And and sometimes we're just needing that that nudge to say, yes, just do it. It doesn't matter. We'll help you do your mistakes. We'll help you get involved. We'll help you get on the platform, but continue to open the doors for other women, other minorities. Uh, I want to ask you this, Jennifer. You mentioned earlier about your team, even your team at your company, that you're continually pushing for a culture of learning, that you're trying to encourage them to learn not just new technologies, but even professional uh, professional or personal growth, rather. So Dan and I have a book coming out. We actually have a series of books coming out pretty soon with one coming up in a couple of weeks, our public speaking book called Talk It Up. And we want to make sure that we provide those for some of the members in your own community. So if there are people that you feel like Dave, Dan, they can use 
those skills to gain confidence. They can use those skills to increase their influence. We want to make sure we put those in your hands. Uh, but besides like that. that, oh, thank you, Jennifer. Besides that, I want to ask you, what, what are some of the books or perhaps a, a book that you've just found to be one that you continue to go back to or one that you say, Dave, Dan, this is the one that I've always loved and one I continue to encourage not only my team members, my staff, but other women that I meet to read as well? So there's a couple that come to mind. This is such a great question because I love to read and sometimes I'll do audible when I walk, you know, because it'll maximize my time, but I love to read. So um, Brene Brown, I don't know if you've heard of mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. or yeah, she is really inspiring to me. And so she has two books. One's, one's called Dare to Lead mm -hmm. and Daring Greatly. And these two are really important, I think, for women. One, the dare to, to lead is more about tough conversations from your heart. When you dare to lead, you don't pretend to have all the answers. You don't pretend to know everything. You're always curious, you're always learning, and you're asking the right questions. That, to me, is critical for success. Because once you have this ego and you think you know everything, you've stopped learning, basically. Yeah. So being curious, so that book really kind of teaches you how to get into difficult conversations and ask questions and learn from them and not feel like you have to know all the right answers. And then Daring Greatly is a book of being vulnerable. And I think today we, we want people to know who are 100% authentic self is. That's so important because people will embrace that, that person. They will really learn from you. They will like you. They will uh, learn from you every day. So being uh, courageous, being vulnerable, and becoming that real person, I think is very, very critical today because we have so many people with imposter syndrome and there's so many other things that, you know, we try to be like what people want us to be. And you have to be yourself to be able to grow and learn. And when you do that and you're authentic, things happen, good things happen. So it's really important for people to be comfortable. And I think the pandemic has kind of taught us more about that, to be more empathetic, uh, you know, and, and especially for me when, you know, before the pandemic, I was pretty, you know, old school and strict with my employees, like, you know, dog barking in the background wouldn't be really okay. It's a customer call. You really need to have this environment of quiet. And now that's all out the window. It is, it is empathy that drives us, you know, and so I think the pandemic has really taught us empathy, how to be authentic, how to be vulnerable, and knowing that we can't control everything. So those are the two books I really love. Awesome. That's awesome. This is Dane. I'm going to jump in real quick because I love that you embraced the, the now and decided to allow this change to happen instead of being very strict. Uh, since the acquisition with Fastlane and things that have been taking place, things are moving fast. I think a lot of times we think about the pandemic and things have kind of slowed down for certain individuals, but in the technology space, things have actually been accelerated really quickly, mm -hmm. really fast. What's next for Jennifer and what's next for Jennifer and Directions Training uh, coming up now that you guys have acquisition, you're now global, you're now able to provide training all over around the world in every single language that you can think of. But what else is next? Because I still see the momentum continue to move forward with you guys. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, 
Look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. So, you know, um, this was a big step for me. After 30 years, I had to, you know, give up my baby in one way, right? It's you raised this this child <laughs> for 30 years. But it was so good because we had so many synergies and we could take our employees to a new level. So leaving a legacy is very important for me. I'm not one to, you know, sell a company and, and leave, you know, I'm here for my team. I'm here to grow the team. I'm here to transition and make us all one. And so that's what's happening right now. And it's, it's really very fulfilling right now because we see some of our team taking leadership roles in a bigger organization. So I'm really proud of them because they've done so well already and now they're growing and thriving and we I want that for every employee so what's next for directions it's awesome because now we have a global footprint Um, we're able to now teach in 40 different technologies 40 plus different technologies I can't even keep up (laughs) there's so many Um, and the sky is the limit, right? Growth is just possible in so many areas. So that's very exciting. And for me, it gives me a lot of fulfillment to know that my team is thriving, the company is growing, this is what I want to leave. And hopefully, eventually, in a few years, I'd like to travel more, I'd like to spend some more time with my family. But I want to continue doing this good work for underserved communities, for minorities, for women in technology, all the areas that I I get so much fulfillment out of, I want to continue to do that work. Jennifer, this is David, and I want to tell you that I'm really inspired by you and the work you're doing. I'm inspired by your vision. It's clear that your heart is luck. I want to make impacts everywhere I go. And I'm loving that. I, I love how you shared about Brene Brown and her books and, and people that know her story. Uh, she didn't just wake up one day and she was a, a motivational speaker. She talked about just even the process of getting out of bed and that countdown. And mm-hmm. now just soon you look at her growth and how people related to her. How did they relate to her? Because she was vulnerable, because she was honest and real. She mm-hmm. wasn't this like, um, uh, finished product, so to speak. She said, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And I want us together to have courage, to have a voice. And we just need to be able to say we could do this. And I love that because sometimes we look at courage and we think, oh, you've got to change the entire landscape overnight. That's courage. No, courage is sometimes being the one voice. Baby steps. Yes, exactly. It's the one voice. It's the one thought. It's the one step. It's the one company that you say, look, I need an ally right now. And they say, Jennifer, I am with you. So I'm I'm loving that. I'm loving it. And I, and I also appreciate how you said, look, it's not just about spending time with my family. I want to continue to make that difference because we could get caught up in the glamour of success and numbers. Right. Jennifer, you've got this acquisition. You're now all over the world. But you, you came back to, no, no, no. I want to make sure these underserved communities are getting help. I want to make sure that that the people that need the support are getting that support so that we continue to make inroads for those who can't in their own way go after it themselves. And, and so I've got to tell you, that inspires me. And I love that Dan said, look, this is a partner of ours. This is what we want to get attached to. And for Dan and I, we've talked about this concept of having the right type of relationships, Jennifer. And it's not just about about investing in tons of relationships. Some of us are networking gurus. We know a million people, but we're talking about having that core of group of small relations that we know that if we need Jennifer, she's there. Or yeah. if we know that Jennifer can make a call for us, she would do it. And, and and I think this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that this is going to be one of those relationships that at Meetup has with your organization, with you to say, we're going to leverage this group to make sure we're making those changes. So, so Jennifer, I'm honored 
that we could be a part of that. And thank you for bringing this into your world. And anything that Danny and I could do to support that, we want to do. And that's why we, we want to give you the books. We want to give you the resources because you're doing what we believe more and more organizations need to do. So I just want to say I love you for that. And I appreciate what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. I, it's an honor to be here. And I want to say that Danny and David, you guys are doing such great work. And I'm honored to be a friend, a partner, and part of the work that you're doing because it is that bigger picture that you're looking at. How can we make a difference? How can we change the world? And we have to do it small baby steps at a time. We can't look at boiling the, the ocean, right? We, we need to do it a step at a time and together we are stronger. So I love our partnership. I wanna to continue to do anything I can to help you and vice versa, we'll work together and we'll make a difference together. So thank you so much. I'm honored to be on your show. This is Danny, and I'm uh, first of all, as Dave was saying, we are grateful for Jennifer coming on our show. One thing I'm going to do before we close out is I'm going to tell our audience: if you want to learn more about how to scale up, or if you want to learn how to be a mentor and give back or be an ally, please reach out to Jennifer. You can find her on her website. You can find her on LinkedIn, uh, directionstraining.com. But I want to close off with just saying this powerful statement that they have written on the website, which I thought was really awesome. It says, "At Directions Training, our mission." It's to increase value, grow potential, and empower brilliance by providing learning communities that challenge students to reach new heights of success through IT and professional development training. I, I just thought that was phenomenal because sometimes we ask, what is our why? And you put your why out there. You're all about making sure every person can have the ability to scale up, to get better, to be trained, to be certified. And in fact, if you go to, to directions training, Dot com and go to the website. She actually has a promo where you can actually take free Microsoft scaling up course, just a fundamentals course. Yes. Look, at the end of the day, if you just want to know the fundamentals, just the basics, Jenna's like, I'm going to teach it to you for free. Why? Because You'll get we know it. that an educated community is awesome. It builds up everyone around them. And then if you get trained, you get built up, You'll reach out to her for more training and more and opportunities. And it starts your journey, right? Exactly. These are the baby started steps. on the journey. Absolutely. Exactly. And These are exactly. Empowering brilliance is the key. Everybody is brilliant, but you need that little bit push to empower and get the skills you need because we all have it in us that we can do great things. We just sometimes need that little push. We need that little extra education. We need that extra coddling and love from friends and family and people who care to really get us there. So we're here to help and please reach out. We want to continue to help your community as well. And as David said earlier, if we could uh, provide books, some of our books that are coming out for free to your some of your audience members as well, we, we have no problem giving several copies of our books away to your audience members because we want that. to take our do our little part and do those little baby steps. Uh, on behalf of my identical twin brother and I, we are grateful to have you on the show. Thank you for being a part of the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Thank you. It's an honor. It was great being here. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.